Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Hello Storyteller podcast. I'm Melissa and Meg is here with me. Hi, Meg. Hey, 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 hey. And today, today we are going to talk about all of the spring things. And I just saw what you titled this episode. (laughs) I was waiting for you to see that. (laughs) Spring in your face. In your face. This is going to be a quick one. We're going to just shoot through some of our top tips for shooting in spring. I would like to think that we, I can maybe trust that we are officially in spring, although it is only the middle of March and here in Massachusetts, we could potentially still have snow, although it is very warm this week. And so I'm just going to embrace a spring mindset that that is where we are and there will be no more snow and it will just continue to get warmer from here. Thank you. Amen. Okay. So (laughs) let's move on for that real fast. So it doesn't change. Okay. Go back. Keep going. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so first things first, I would say we just went through the time change and Oh, that's as, what I was gonna put on my list. The time change. Thank you for I got it, girl. <laughs> so one of the things that can get a little tricky, obviously, and the nice thing is that the days get longer. And so for those of us that love shooting at golden hour, it's no longer at 2 30 in the afternoon. It actually is at a regular <laughs> seasonable time. That being said, the where the sun is just changes dramatically throughout the year. So I would really strongly suggest that you download an app. It's called Sun Surveyor. We'll link it in the show notes. And it's amazing. It's a free app. And what it does is at any given location, you can open it up and it'll show you the trajectory of the sun. Because I know that there's certain like locations for me that I shoot that work great in the fall, not great in the spring, or work great in the morning, not great in the afternoon. And so it just helps take the guesswork out of wondering, like, what will this place look like, you know? in the afternoon or what does it look like in the morning where's the sun so that sun surveyor app is great to be able to sort of like a know where the sun is going to be in your location and also know how to time your sessions and especially when the days are getting longer the where the sun is and how long it'll be there just changes pretty dramatically over the next like six to seven weeks so just if you get that app it'll help take the guesswork out of it meg you're up okay number one flowers I love flowers. I love shooting in flower fields. I love shooting in the flower blossoms. I love buying fresh flowers and sticking them in my face and shooting them. (laughs) I don't know. I keep having this vision of like getting fresh flowers and, you know, doing Mm. some self-portraits. So that is going to happen. Then I want to like take all the flowers once they're like dried and I want to hang them on my teal wall in my studio and use them as a fun backdrop. So flowers, flowers, flowers. Yeah. And like, also pay attention because I know like Meg's already been shooting in the cherry blossoms out in California. There's not a bud in sight out here. So (laughs) if I want to away by the rain by now, I know you have to, but for like for us, depending on where you live, depending on when your flowers and your blossoms come into bloom is going to be wildly different. So for us, it can be any time from like mid April to mid May. So if I know that I want to shoot in like our apple blossoms, there's a very short window for that. So I have to sort of like keep an eye out or like keep tabs with my other fellow photographers in the area that we're all sort of checking to see. So it's a great time to go scouting. And the other thing about scouting, I don't know about, well, maybe not California because you guys rarely get rain, but here for us from March to May, it's what I lovingly refer to as mud season. Yeah. So it'll be because the snow is melting the ground is really wet. It tend, we tend to get a lot of rain in the spring. And so I find myself, like when I'm scouting for sessions for my clients, 
I have to be really careful about where we end up. And so I'm always really clear with my clients to make sure that they know, like to bring footwear that they don't mind getting dirty. And I always bring, here's a little, here's a little pro tip for you. Okay. Are you ready? I'm going to throw this one at you. There is nothing worse than trying to seat a couple or a family on the ground, even on a blanket where the ground is like maybe even a little damp or wet because it's gross. Bring a tarp. Bring, this is going to sound weird, bring a tarp with you, like a smaller tarp, fold it up into like a rectangle or square shape, put it down and put your blanket on top of it. It will stop the blanket from getting wet. It'll keep everyone's bottoms dry and you can sit on pretty wet ground without anybody getting wet. So there's a little pro tip for you. Have I ever told you you're a genius? Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. I actually can't take credit for that. Dang it. (laughs) Years, years, years ago in college, one of my uh, supervisors, we were going somewhere to go listen to music or something. And she's like, oh, bring a tarp. And I'm like, why would I bring a tarp? And she goes, you put it under the blanket. And when the dew comes, it doesn't make your blanket wet. And I was like, that's genius. So thank you. (laughs) But yes, I always bring, I typically have a tarp in the back of my car. At any given moment, I probably look like I'm going to murder somebody because I've got like, you know, a tarp, some blankets, I've got boots, I've got gloves, I've got all kinds of stuff in the back of my car. Not killing anybody and just going on a photo shoot. So <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> yes, I am. So scouting is super important. Keeping track of like if you're looking for specific blooms like cherry blossoms or apple blossoms, like make sure you pay attention and you know what your forecast is. And then also just making sure that like there's some places I have to check like the day before a session, because if we've gotten a lot of rain, it's an unusable spot. So scouting is super important to make sure that you have backup locations in case the one you want to use is not usable. So scout, bring a tarp <laughs> and when in make doubt, sure... scout it out. There you go. When in doubt, scout it out. I like that, Meg. <laughs> um, and then also clear expectations of your clients. It's, I cannot stress this enough. If you have a mom that like does not want her kids to get dirty, then an outdoor session probably isn't the best plan for the springtime unless you have like a stretch of really dry weather. So I'm always very clear, like your kids are going to probably fall down. Their pants are going to get muddy. Make sure they've got shoes that you don't care if they get dirty. Like that's just what it's like shooting in the spring. Yeah. We're not doing formal family portraits here. We're doing spring portraits. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Meg, you're up. Okay. Um, Spring indoors. So... Again, you guys, I'm playing in the studio, so I'm trying to bring spring indoors. I'm trying to channel that a little bit to give a variety. And again, I'm still trying to build my uh, studio portfolio personally and professionally. So I'm trying to think of ways that I can bring in spring, you know, play with light. I, I did notice today, I got very excited as I walked in the studio that I got some harsh light in here. Ooh. I only had... Pretty diffuse light, which I'm not complaining about pretty diffuse light. I love it thoroughly. However, I am inspired by all different types of light. And one thing that I have not been able to play with yet is harsh light. And so I was very excited when I saw some beaming rays of light coming through my large windows. I was actually so fun. too bright. I had to close the shades. What? I didn't think I, yeah, I know. It's not something I normally say, but yeah, right? for editing purposes and, you know, my retinas, I needed to close. <laughs> my retinas. <laughs> my eyeballs. <laughs> I need my eyeballs. Yeah. Um, yeah, so well, I'm excited to uh, kind of play with that and, again, bring the flowers uh, into the studio and 
color, bring the spring colors into the studio, you know, the pastels and the Mm -hmm. pretty blues and the periwinkles and, you know, me and pink. So yes. Definitely channeling all those colors uh, indoor as well. So that's always fun. Yeah. And I would say that extends also to sort of client clothing as well. Now, here's the fun little tricky part, depending on where you live. We go through a a rapid change in background between, you know, I would say the end of March and the middle of May. So it goes from brown and drab and sort of dead looking to like neon green grass and like a lot of color in a short amount of time. So like my, the pictures I take outdoors in March can still, can you, you might think it's also November because that's what it looks like. And then three weeks later, it's like everything's in bloom. So with that being said, there's a couple of colors that I tell my clients to sort of stay away from when it comes to the spring. And that's because there's a lot of competing, like, tones and temperatures and saturations when it comes to like late spring so i i'm you know i love a neutral you know that about me (laughs) but the spring is a great time to incorporate things like soft pinks and blues and purple like those really like yummy pastel colors when it comes to pink though there is a specific pink that if i could just say stop making clothes in this color i would it is that like corally pinkish almost verging a little tiny bit on neon and i'm finding a lot of the girls clothes lately when you you don't have the pale pink it's either like white or neon and there's not a lot in between when it comes to like the pink shade the problem is that it's a really really difficult color to edit and it creates such horrible color casts on skin so if you want to go for pink with clients, I would really, really stress it needs to be a pale, subdued pink because that like bright coral neon pink will just, it will just not look good, especially against the neon green grasses that we tend to have here in the Northeast. So if you're someone that struggles with greens, struggles with skin tones, struggles with that sort of thing, then we're going to link Laura's, uh, Laura Phrase's two courses, the Mastering Skin, Dose, t- skin Tones course and her Mastering Greens course in the show notes because those can be things that really sort of make or break your photos when you're editing them, especially when we're going, you're going through a variety of green colors, which we do. It's like a rainbow out here <laughs> in a couple of weeks. And it's just, it can be sort of overwhelming because I feel like the pictures, there's like not a lot of, consistency between like those like three to four weeks between you know end of march and beginning of may just because the landscape changes so dramatically so making sure that you have your editing in a good place would be a good place to start also if you're someone that is trying to figure out how to shoot in manual mode which i would really recommend especially this time of year just because the light changes so dramatically over the next couple of weeks then you should also check out the course I wrote, which is called Goodbye Auto Hello Manual. And that in, co- in conjunction with Laura's skin tones and greens courses will set you up for success. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. You know what also set you up for success? What's that? Hello, Storyteller Presets. Hey, Always. Yeah. You want color? I got color. I'll give you That's color. That's true. Yep. You want editing? Mm-hmm. I got editing. I'll give you editing. You want to come hang with me? 
Go get my presets. Hey, have you checked out my spring editing bundle yet? Cause that's cool. There's four new videos, four new presets. One, a mobile preset for Lightroom. That's awesome. Uh, my sneak, yeah. My sneak peek into my uh, Meet Me at Sunrise photo project, which has been mm-hmm. super duper fun. Cause I'm so not fun. a landscape photographer, but I'm loving landscape. Never thought I'd say that. Yeah. Let's see what else is in there. I got two new brushes. I have a beautifully styled creative editing and shooting PDF that breaks down my three major edits, actually four major edits in the videos and gives you some extra shooting tips that I include. So yeah, go check that out. If you already have the presets, don't fret my pet. You can get an add-on. So just grab the editing add-on for $25 and you can get all the new stuff minus the presets because you already have them. So go check that out. Let me, let me upgrade you. (laughs) Yeah. So pivoting back to creative ways to not just edit, but shoot. So we deal with a lot of rain. I think most places in the United States deal with a lot of rain in the spring. And I think especially for client sessions, but also for personal projects too, you should invest in some clear umbrellas because they're super fun or super so fun, fun, colorful umbrellas like Meg uh-huh, has. Uh-huh. Because I love a good clear umbrella because you can shoot, you can still see people. It's a lot of fun. I always have them on hand in the spring for weddings because just you need them. In fact, I'm probably going to actually order a couple more. But also shooting, knowing how to shoot in the rain. Now, I'm not one that's going to step out in torrential downpours for any reason, really. But if it's a light mist, if it's a little rain here and there, you can still safely shoot with your camera, with your gear out in the rain, as long as you're taking the proper the proper precautions. So I like to sort of have an umbrella on hand. It's always helpful to just sort of like be able to pop it over my head and really protect the camera from rain altogether. Sometimes it's not possible. And so they do make these things called rain sleeves, which is basically like a big plastic bag with a drawstring at the end of it and a hole for the lens. I would say most cameras are pretty well water sealed. Not that I would risk that or encourage you to like drop it in the ocean and see what happens. But um, (laughs) let's test this out. Let's check it. A little bit of rain (laughs) typically is not going to cause permanent damage to your camera for in short periods of time. I had to shoot a wedding, I think it was in 2020. We went outside. It was, I'm talking torrential downpours. And I had an umbrella, or actually the the bride's brother held an umbrella over me while I was shooting, which was super sweet of him. And it's not even so much the rain that will cause an issue with the gear, but it's it can be the condensation that occurs because of the rain and the water. So just some things to kind of keep in mind. You can absolutely embrace, you know, the wet weather. In fact, I actually went out and shot the boys this morning because we had a lot of fog in the spring. And so it gets super foggy near our house. So I shot them in the road. They were less than enthusiastic about it. So it's fine, whatever. <laughs> but embracing those sorts of things, embracing the fog, embracing the rain, embracing the puddles. I have this these great photos from when my, my twins were probably four years old and they put on their rain boots and we just walked around the neighborhood and they jumped in every puddle they could find. And <laughs> <That's the best. laughs> it was the best. It was like the best. I took picture. I took video and it was just super fun. So don't shy away from embracing the, you know, what we get weather wise in the spring, depending on where you are, like find a way to incorporate it and embrace it. And if you're someone that wants to start incorporating more video into your work, because we know video is king right now, but you want to use like a, your 
your DSLR to do it. We have a brand new course that is going to be coming out in April, right, Meg? Yep, April 4th. April 4th. It's actually, I'm super excited about it because, um, so you, you may not know, but Laura Fraze, her husband is a professional videographer. That is what he does. And so he has actually created a video course for us on how to, like a beginner's intro course to shooting video on your DSLR. And he is the main instructor. Instructor Laura is in the course with him as well, sort of like as his, you know, model student or whatever. <laughs> I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be great. It's gonna uh, be awesome. Nick does a great job. And so works. And he's our first, he's our first male instructor. So that's exciting I'm too. I'm super excited about it. Yeah. So if you're someone that even for your own personal projects wants to get a little more knowledge of how to do it well using your DSLR, this course is going to be amazing. So make sure that you keep an eye out for that. Check out for that. Let's see. Anything else? Oh, I know. The other creative piece we wanted to talk about was not just like embracing the weather, but also playing around with your camera settings. So Meg just did a series of photos the other day with her daughter. They went out in a thunderstorm, which <laughs> yeah, maybe I wouldn't maybe I wouldn't recommend that. But um, <laughs> I'm a rebel. <laughs> it's fine. If it's your own kid, you can do whatever you want. But, she, you know, Ella was out playing in the rain and with the and with her umbrella and stuff. And so when you're dealing with movement, a really fun and creative way to sort of like play around with that is to play around with your shutter speed. So either. For things like splashing in puddles, if you want to freeze the water, if you want to freeze your child in midair, you want a really high shutter speed. If you want to sort of like show the motion and movement of, of an umbrella or of water, you would slow it down. Also, sidebar, I cover all the stuff in the Goodbye Auto Hello Manual course, just saying that. So with exercises on shutter speed, little plug. But in any case, <laughs> it's a really fun way to get creative and to really sort of be able to play around with you know, with motion or motion blur or freezing motion, especially when you're using elements like water or wind or rain, that can be just a really fun sort of exercise to do. So keep that in mind. Anything else that was yes, on our list, Meg? Uh, holidays are coming holidays. up in spring. We have Easter. We've mm -hmm. got spring break. So those are awesome times to document, to learn video, to capture those fine details, uh, like Easter eggs. I love shooting Easter eggs, the, the colors again. And just, mm -hmm. I like capturing the kids just coloring the Easter eggs. I mean, that's always been a tradition in our family each year. So I, I love finding new ways to capture them, whether it's like a bird's eye view of them dying eggs, whether it's them holding the eggs after they're done, whether it's, you know, in their hands and just a detail shot whether it's them doing an Easter egg hunt or some type of way of incorporating the eggs or, or some sort of detail for the holidays is always a good time. And then any vacations that you guys decide to take with your family or friends or whoever or yourself, just documenting that. So I always uh, love that about spring. There's always uh, different opportunities, which is great. Absolutely. So that is it, friends. That is our spring session tips in a nutshell for you. Wanted to keep it short and sweet today. We know you have a lot going on. We will link anything we talked about that we can link in the show notes for you. And as always, make sure that you are on our mailing list for Hello Storytellers so you can get notified about new courses coming out. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so you know we release a new episode. Those come out pretty much every single week. 
And yeah, feel free to drop us comments or emails. Let us know what you'd like for us to talk about. Thank you for being here. Go out there. I hope it's sunny where you are and it's warm and embrace the spring. Yay. Woo! Go capture that color. All right, friends. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.